Hi, thanks so much for joining us for this evening's live Q&A for IFC Films Catch the Fair One. My name is Mara Webster with In Creative Company. Uh, before I bring on our guests for this evening, um, just let you know there's a Q&A box at the bottom of your screen. So if you have any questions for our panelists, please be sure to put those in the Q&A box at any point. I'll keep an eye on those and we'll jump to a couple of those for you towards the end. Um, also, please feel welcome to use the chat to chat amongst yourselves throughout as the evening as well. Um, and it is my great pleasure to introduce writer and director Joseph Kubota Wuladika, as well as Kaylee Reese, who plays the main role of Kaylee and also has story by credit in the collaboration with Joseph. Please welcome them. Hi, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Good, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Great, great honor. Of course. Um, and I wanted to start by by talking about the genesis of your, your collaboration and starting with you, Joseph, because this began by you becoming aware of Kaylee and her work as a boxer and, and being interested in reaching out to her with the idea of a story that you could potentially tell together. Um, you know, and I know that you went and you took your camera with you the first time that you met her. Yeah. And so what were some of the things that you started to film just even during those first conversations and those initial kind of inklings of story that you saw that you could tell, particularly with Kaylee? Um, well, you know, it was one of those things. Um, first of all, like, uh, as soon as we kind of met, we just connected. I don't know if it was because we were both OCD Virgos, we're both mixed kids and confused when we were kids, but we just, we just had like a, almost like a sibling kind of vibe as soon as we connected. In the first part of the process, I really just wanted to hang out with her, you know, because I knew she was, first of all, like, I was falling in love with the sweet science of boxing, but she's this world-class boxer and she's this amazing artist and activist that uses her platform to speak on things that she wants to talk about. So I really just wanted to spend time with her and, and, and interview her and talk about, uh, get to know her. I told her I was a filmmaker, you know, I, I'm interested in making a film and I have some ideas and, but I just wanted to hang out with her. And it really was this pivotal moment because she's constantly always in, um, in training camp where um, she, she was going to her, her local gym to kind of work out. And I was like, oh, can, can I go? I mean, uh, can I come and just like bring my camera? I'll be a fly on the wall, uh, you know, but I want to hear that power when she hits the heavy bag. I want to I see this. Um, so we go to this, you know, our typical gym um, in, uh, in Providence. And, uh, you know, she's there. She's a gal amongst all these like world champion boxers. It's a really, really well-known boxing gym. And she gets in the ring and she starts sparring with these gentlemen. And it's, it's just one of those um inexplicable moments as a filmmaker where you're there and you're behind the camera and I'm looking at the image and I see her and I see the this powerful warrior this articulate person but also so much grace and and it was just like I I, I gotta we got I don't know what the movie exactly is gonna be but I gotta go on this journey with her and it was really important to me to get to know her first um and I, I knew that if, I, if we were going to approach the topic that we were touching on that I it was important to get her perspective and her point of view on it um, and sort of, you know, I'm the type of filmmaker that it's a, the two years that we were working on the story and, 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 and making the film, it was a fluid collaboration and an exploration throughout that whole time as we spent more time together. I really love that. And for you, Kaylee, you'd, you'd had other filmmakers approach you before with the idea of potentially collaborating on a project. Um, and so in working with Joseph, what was what was that moment where you had that that kind of like flicker of trust and like, this is the person that I want to do this with. I see a real possibility, you know, because like you mentioned, you you're very involved in a lot of advocacy and activism work, particularly with the indigenous community, with at risk girls. And so this wasn't just a case of you trusting him in collaboration with yourself, but also with the stories that you were bringing to the table from the conversations that you've had with other people as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I've gotten approached, um, like you've heard, um, by numerous of people that, you know, had this big idea, but nothing ever really clicked or not. You kind of when you know, you know. And um, it was just from the initial conversation of, of the context of, of film that he wanted to to, to start the story that he wanted to tell. And the actual, you know, his approach on it was off from from jump. It was just really respectful as far as he knew he wanted to tell this important story, but it wasn't his particular story to tell. And he wanted to really get to know the perspective of not only myself as an indigenous woman, but just the community as a whole. So immediately and then just talking to him, like he said, it was I don't know if it's because we're Virgos and confused mixed kids, but, you know, that's he, he we just had homie vibes like right right from the start. And um. It was a it was an easy way to trust somebody that I knew that his intention and his genuine it was he was genuinely interested in just telling the story, especially when um, I was able to view his first movie. And I was like, OK, I kind of get where this artist and where this creation is coming from. So it was very early on that we kind of had that bond and that trust and we were able to create the space for each other to just bounce off each other and create. And, um, you know, I know this is kind of an odd story with somebody who's first time be able to be this involved, but it's just one of those stories that um, it kind of needed to happen organically. And, and that's what we ended up with. I really love that. And I know that the two of you had a lot of conversations in, in how you wanted to tell this story and to be really respectful to the truthfulness of the story that you were telling and, and have almost said that the story could have gone much darker to represent that truthfulness. Um, and it was about finding that line and finding that balance. So when you were developing the story and when you were filming this project together, how did you determine where that line was of, of how much can we show the audience? Where do we need to suggest something? Because maybe we don't want to show it on screen because it was all about being very respectful and never sensational the story you were telling as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just came from obviously just lots of conversations and, and both us kind of coming on the same page of like the scope in the in the way we wanted to tell the story because, you know, it's such a big issue, but we knew we were just making this 80 minute film and it was a very much our, our artistic interpretation and collaboration. So we knew that we wanted to sort of put certain themes and the ideas of uh, of, of, of loss and regret and pain and rage on the shoulders of this one particular character and sort of, you know, pulled you through this very dark story. Um, and, you know, just one thing about having a, a, a person you could lean on and stuff is, you know, cause I was, it's, it was, it's a tough, it's a tough movie. And, and, you know, Kaylee, I was very aware of like, is this too, is this too dark, you know, and, um, you know, is this too much male gaze and all that stuff? And I was great to have her, but also Kim and Molly, my producers around to really make sure that just keep an eye on all that stuff and keep me in check. But we always knew that it was about um, in any film, truly, you know, what is more impactful is to, to um, suggest and not show, you know, what what you don't see, especially in, in this particular genre of a film, what you don't see is often more more uh, thought provoking and, and can have more tension and suspense. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of how we were, we, we kind of approached it. I mean, one of, one of the scenes that really comes to mind when you say that idea of, of suggesting and not showing and that being more powerful is the moment where Kaylee's been taken into the room and, and the guy is standing in front of the guy and the camera's just on your face in that performance moment, um, you know, and it's all about we're not seeing anything sensationalized, but we know exactly what the experience is that she's going through um, and was interested in kind of how that scene came together as a, a real example of what you were just saying about, you know, you don't always need to show something on screen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in a lot of it, we tried to, you know, place the audience with Kaylee, you know, she's sort of the subjective, you know, person in that foreground and what's going on in the background is sort of 
it's just a part of the world, you know, but really what are the emotions and experiences that she's feeling? And that's what we're seeing in the frame. And it was kind of a, a visual language that we, you know, me and the DP and production designers, we we're very aware of, and we wanted to work into the film and the filmmaking. Um, and we also, you know, we wanted to, um, because it's so intense and we're, we're with her, you know, so much of it here um, that um, we also wanted to pick and choose these moments where we kind of cut out to these static, strong, wide frames to just give the audience, even though it's kind of unrelenting, I know, um, just like a little bit moment of like breathing and thinking and, and registration and processing, you know, um, because the film, you know, for us, it was always a film that we knew was going to be a very, very tight ride kind of you come in late and you get out early and you know you take the audience on this cathartic ride and try to leave them in the place of, of thought and of thinking and and that's not only just it's also from practical reasons too because you know we are independent film and we didn't have a lot of money to make this film you know so we knew that it had to be the scope of it had to be executable for us you know just from a practical logistical standpoint yeah, I mean, and then Kaylee with Joseph bringing up there the fact that the camera is so close on your performance throughout, which is one of the things I loved, um, you know, and I love the fact that there's so many moments that exist where we're just watching you on screen and there's not necessarily any dialogue, but we're getting so much communication. We're getting so much story from your performance. Um, and so how did you kind of navigate a performance that is so internalized and has so many of those moments where it's really just about you and the camera very close up and really finding all of the different nuances of all the scenes? Yeah, that's a good point. And, um, you know, early on, Joseph really was thorough in explaining to me what kind of emotion and what kind of ride this really was going to be. And, you know, being very self-aware of my athleticism and kind of what is obvious, you know, I knew that was going to be something that was maybe people thought the movie was about boxing, but I know we had to flip it on its head and that was the last thing it was about. So, um, you know, he really took the time explaining to me, like, it's all in your eyes and it's all in body language. You really want to tell the story and the whole, you know, suggest and not verbally say anything because you can write on one page what this girl said, but, um, and especially being a natural people watcher and really just want to watch people's behavior. I really understood that the themes were not going to come across as saying I'm angry right now, or I'm sad right now. It had to really be in every breath that she took, everything that she did, whether it was at her job, her training, she had to keep that sense of loss because that was her one goal is she just wanted to find her sister and get back to being that powerful boxer again. So um, I think awkward silence is very powerful and is very deafening and just really, you know, breaking down this character and understanding what our goal was and what the themes were, were kind of my um, my bread and butter there. And I just knew also be personally coming on to, it's coming into a new world and being an athlete, walking to an actor's, you know, and wearing the actor hat, I knew, especially the first day on the set, it was kind of like eyes roll, here comes another athlete trying <laughs> to be an actor. So I'm like, okay, here comes another opportunity for me to prove everybody wrong and also prove myself right. And there's obviously something and a lot of trust that he sees in me that I didn't realize I even had. And it was just amazing to just be able to do that without saying it. And um, from what I told, it's like the hardest thing to do as an, an actor. And I kind of do things bass backwards. So I guess, you know, <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> landed where we needed to. I love that. And, you know, in being an athlete and stepping into acting, though, you know, I know that this is something that you've been interested in for a while in, in pursuing, but just kind of didn't have the path forward until this particular project. You know, and when you look at athleticism and particularly when you're in the ring, that's all about storytelling as well. You know, you're telling the, the audience a story. And so what were a lot of the parallels or tools that you really found just carried over quite seamlessly into the way that you had to think about storytelling as a performer and acting? 
Honestly, my um, my dedication and my discipline is a play a huge part because, you know, it is a performance when we and we are telling a story as fighters and it's the beautiful art and beautiful science of, um, you know, it's it's you have to be so calm in such a chaotic world, which is, you know, similar to being on set. There's so many things that happen, but you have to stay very, very present when you're fighting and you can't think about it too much because, it you know, it's going to come off as, you know, fake or you might have a plan, but you don't know exactly what's going to happen until that bell rings until you have your opponent in front of you just like we practiced hundreds of times different scenes but it was so different when I was actually on set with these actors and in the moment it is such a reactive type of thing with boxing and with acting and also from the perspective as I have coaches and I have very picky coaches and very particular (laughs) coaches that catch my every mistake so I'm very used to somebody having their eyes on me and putting my trust in my life in someone else's hand. I trust you to tell me what I don't see. Tell me what you see so we can make this happen and make this work. So it just, it worked the same way with Joseph. I trusted him to see what I didn't see, especially in a world I'd, you know, I'm really new at. So there was so many parallels as well as when this, when you say action is just like when you hear the bell ring, it's somebody that I have to mold myself into and laser focus and the ability to be able to plug in such a dark story and dark character and also plug out was a huge for me too because you know I could have lost and got spiraled into that because it was so so much of my real life was put into that and especially being a a mixed indigenous Cape Verdean Native American woman that has dealt and seen this firsthand it was very important for me to be able to plug in plug out. Yeah, and what's interesting is uh, um, we uh, someone just mentioned it to us today but now I've been thinking about it more that you know, because boxing, I've, as I've hung out more with Kaylee, I've become really obsessed with boxing, but it is absolutely an amazing art once you watch it closely. And it is a story that unfolds in the ring. And I think our film is a metaphor of a boxing match in a way, like subconsciously, maybe we created that, you know, and that's what someone was saying today with like the plot, you know, and how it hits and turns and this is a jab and this is, um, so I don't know, maybe that came subconsciously out of it. But what I, what I, what I'll say as a director for me, um, you know, since she is already a professional athlete on a certain level, there was just, she was, as once we had the trust with each other, I mean, it was just an absolute joy to work with her. Um, I mean, she was extremely committed and she was committed to do the work also to, to mind the emotional vulnerability and kind of like us have those conversations. And, you know, we really rehearsed a lot of stuff together and reworked scenes and, you know, rewrote scenes and, and like, it was just, and, you know, I pushed her a lot. Um, but it was really, for me, it was, it was, it was a wonderful process. Um, and by the time we're on set, you know, I felt like I was working with a, with a seasoned pro. Um, so yeah. And, and, you know, we, uh, I, we got to give a shout out to Sheila, Sheila, Sheila Gray. Cause Absolutely. so, so for, you know, it was a two year process leading up to the shooting of the film, but I knew that, um, it might be good to, to have her work with an act- acting coach, someone else, give her a little different objective and a little different feeling than just me because we had kind of grown so close in a way. Um, and so um, my fr- a few people that I know recommended Sheila because she's done a really amazing, great work. And so, you know, I threw Kaylee into this one week boot camp with her <laughs> and I was gone, you know, I was ghost. I, was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't anywhere around. Um, and, it, and I knew it was just, I, I knew there was more that could be done and I had to check my ego there and trust this other woman to take her and connect with her in a certain way to help her sort of um, just be able to be present in, in the scenes while all this other machination of the shoot is going on and all these other people are around. Um, so, so yeah. 
just got to give him a shout out to Shane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's that's really fantastic. And you're bringing up there some of the the rehearsal and workshopping that you did together. And, and obviously you had the time that you were spending in building the story still together to really kind of get into a lot of the nitty gritty. And what were some of the, the particular scenes or emotional beats of the story that the two of you really wanted to work on together so that when you went on to set and filmed it on the day that you felt like you already had the moment and had the idea of where you needed to go? Yeah. yeah well, um, we did the scene with her mother. Her and her mother was a big one, um, especially with, you know, just getting to know me and my story. Again, there was a lot of parallels and things we took out of my real life. And just um, as the, the, the script kind of changed and changed and changed, that was kind of like that was the first time you kind of really saw her get emotional, emotional and really kind of seen the depth within her. And they kind of repeated themselves as the story went on. But that we've practiced that a lot in a lot of different ways you you beat me up with that <laughs> scene and even on the day what we ended up with was not what was written on the paper but he created such a space and I had a, a, a wonderful I call her my mom now Kimberly Guerrero she gave me so much to work with and I you know that whole the whole set was so supportive in allowing me to work and explore this whole this whole crazy scene but a very important scene because it had so many layers and um you know with with how Joseph works it's what he says is like, you know, what's on the page is just a guide, but he just really values that realism and that real interaction with real people. So we, we got to create some awesome, awesome moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we flagged that scene. I mean, we knew it's interesting now having people uh, have watched the film and, and, and getting reactions. And it's almost like that scene, obviously, like after that scene, you know, the, the journey starts and it's really just the, the pedal to the metal till the end of the film. But the, 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 that's sort of the emotional catalyst that, that the character we need to see from the character to really be with her and root for her while she goes on the journey. So we had that, you know, even in the script, in the, in the rehearsal, you know, we always had five stars around that scene and what date is in the schedule and, and all that stuff um, because we wanted to, um, to make sure we really got it. And for me, obviously, you know, we, we had what we wrote and what was on the page, but I wanted to create the space for Kimberly to Kimberly was amazing and really kind of, um, pushing and, and, and being on the other side of that to give Kaylee stuff to react to and be in the moment. And, uh, and um, yeah, but it was an intensive that that's, that was, that was yeah, probably I, one of the hardest. I think days I, that's the you... day I got most hugs from you because <laughs> after every take I was getting hugs from everybody, but um, it was worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you make an indie film, you don't have any time. There's just no time. So no. even doing that scene, you know, we still had a bunch of scenes to shoot after that, but, but that's the nature of it, I guess. And, and Joseph, you're bringing up there the idea of the the way that we're really there with Kaylee's character, you know, in that scene. But again, just kind of going back to what we were talking before in so many moments. Um, and it sounds like that really influenced the choice of lenses that you use throughout the film because you wanted us to have that close up feeling. Um, so in working with your cinematographer, Ross Giardina, um, what, what were a lot of the early conversations that the two of you had in really figuring out, you know, what camera are we going to shoot on? What are the lenses that are going to tell us the story in the best way? And what's a lot of the framing and blocking that's going to be really necessary to the way that we want to tell this cinematically yeah yeah so um you know it was a great collaboration working with ross he's a great artist brilliant eye um you know it started with i mean obviously there's some movies that we looked at and so on and so forth but um you know he he likes to look at photography so we looked at some of the photos from todd hiddo um and we had a lot of preliminary conversations but uh as i uh, as I'm growing with experience, I'm still kind of, or I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing, but I've learned to, um, with the television directing in my first film to sort of um, 
I think when I was a little bit more inexperienced, I was trying to like just put everything in the box so specifically and have this image in my mind. And that, in, in this one, particularly in the pre-production process, I really wanted to collaborate with Ross, with the production designers and with the location manager to, um, to be a little bit more open so that we can discover and find the look and the tone um, based on the emotion of like what the scene was, the locations, um, and really build out the visual language and the visual grammar that way. Um, so obviously like, you know, with lenses and stuff like that, you know, we, the, the set, we, we picked a very specific set of lenses, ones that were of course very fast so that we could shoot uh, in low light, you know, we gotta, gotta shoot fast. Uh, and, um, and then, you know, we, we definitely made, we knew we wanted to do a lot of shots that were close, but on a wider lens so that we can be with Kaylee emotionally, but, um, but also feel the world and environment that's around her. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I think um, it, it was a, it was a fine line because, you know, we wanted it, we didn't, we wanted it to feel very grounded and real. Um, but we also, you know, we didn't want to shoot at all like handheld and verite and so on and so forth. We wanted to uh, still have like a sort of precision to the framing and the storytelling and a lot. Yeah, as you were talking, um, Frank just submitted a question asking, did you use an easy rig as part of your setup? No, no, we did. We, so we didn't we didn't use an easy rig. But my first feature film, Manosucias, the whole entire film was shot on an easy rig. <laughs> um, um, we had a uh, we had uh, what do we have? We had kind of uh, not really a, a proper uh, uh, dolly, like the official tracks and stuff. You know, we had like the pocket dolly where you put the boards down um, and we had uh, a steady cam. You know, we had steady cam for, for not the whole shoot, but the specific days that we needed it. Um, and yeah, and that was uh, that was about it. <laughs> that was about it. So a little bit more tools than the first film, but um, but yeah. One of the things I love narratively with the character of Kaylee in the story is that it she's not a character who kind of discovers who she is because of the situation and because of everything that she's going through. It's that the skills and tools that she already has are what serve her in the story. You know, it's not, oh, I'm a single stay-at-home mom and I suddenly discovered that I'm a fighter. Um, and and so was that something that was really important to you in terms of, of character and narrative very early on in how you wanted to tell this story where it wasn't about something someone changing who they are, but really yeah. about what what tools do they need for the external circumstances as they're closing in on them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think we both, we knew we wanted to, well, one, we both have a close relationship with our siblings. So the emotional anchor for both of us really was, we wanted to keep it as simple as possible. Just she's a woman, she has one wish, mission and it's to find her sister, right? Um, but we also wanted to incorporate, the, we wanted to make a really strong, powerful warrior character and, and kind of take her on this journey. Um, and we liked the idea of like, she was this great boxer and you get some little, little, little tastes of that in her like fevered, you know, flashes, you know. So we know that she was something great, but when we find her and discover on this journey, there's something else going on and actually she's preparing to do something else, you know? And so, you know, we were always, we always liked the idea of like, you, maybe you think this is going to be a boxing movie, but no, no, it's, it's definitely yeah. not a box. But I think one thing that was really important to us and, you know, it also ties into the ending and everything is that, you know, we wanted to take, you know, we wanted the film to be unpredictable, but inevitable. And we wanted to take someone so strong and so powerful and kind of, take them into this world but to show that even the strongest person like a, a this warrior one person isn't going to overcome the things that she's up against and the things that she's fighting you know so 
so that was kind of I don't know is there anything you want to add to yeah that? no you kind of hit it right on the head that we didn't want to all of a sudden you know like you said stay-at-home mom and then all of a sudden she's like a bullseye shot with a gun you know she was just surviving and that's you know the significance of the razor blade was something that she was just adding to her toolkit and you know her other the only other person that really knew what kind of journey she was on was her her trainer slash best friend slash sister brick and you know that's the one who she looked to for guidance and you know all right so she knows boxing but what else what else might happen all right let's throw you in there with a grown man let's try to get grappled let's have real life situations so it's kind of just adding on to her already fighter instinct and she just you know had to be very reactive in, in the moment and what can she use around her and the times where she needs to kind of use her skill was maybe like for two seconds as far as a skilled precision boxer but she just had to be really instinctual and just really primal and just her her goal was just to find her sister i mean and we really want to bring up the question i mean if you had a, a loved one that, that got taken away from you how far would you go how how off course would your moral compass be you know so we want to just keep bringing up those questions and almost have her teeter tottering like is this too far or what is she kind of mm -hmm. being like the people she's getting so it was um you hit it right on that absolutely yeah and we also you know we really wanted the it to be a film where you come in late and you get out early you know so we kind of just drop the audience in and and things are already in motion and and you're sort of discovering it as you're in the audience is leaning forward as we kind of just go along on this journey um and you know we talked there were, there are of course versions that you could do where someone starts to train you see i guess like a traditional first act but um but we we yeah i mean we just we just wanted it to be this this ride yeah i mean with that in mind like you said everything feels very realistic to the character you know and even down to when she steps into the car and she's overpowered it has to be someone that she doesn't see who's behind her because she would physically be stronger and have the moves and know how to get herself out of that situation you know and again like she knows how to kind of like prepare herself and be ready when someone comes into the room when she needs to pull onto that skill set later on um and so how did that infiltrate into when you were making a lot of those choices where are we going to see her fighting training come through and what are going to be the moves that feel the most realistic versus what would potentially feel more cinematic yeah i mean i think we had to it was a fine line to to walk you know because we didn't want it to turn into and i still don't know how we did it i mean it's some it's there a was, happy there were some versions that were kind of like goofy mm. boxing like she like yeah, box yeah. you know there was a She's lot like, of different uh, that's true that's true there was <laughs> like <laughs> i had a, a kind of stand like... down and then like a knockout but i think what it was was it's tough it's because you don't want it to turn into like, you know, obviously it's not like John Wick or, or you know, elevated like that, or you don't want it to turn into like even Jason Bourne or something. So, I, you know, I, I just, I have to give a lot of props to uh, Chaz Mendez, our stunt coordinator, because he really, you know, it was all of us kind of coming together to keep it sort of primal and real, but it also needed to be a little bit slop, you know, like a little bit sloppy, you know, so not so finely choreographed. Um, and we knew that because she's a real boxer, professional boxer, you know, maybe people would be expecting that. But that's why we kind of, yeah, I mean, we tried to always, as much as we could, even in the creative process, like kind of zig when we should zag and, you know, all the other stuff. you should weave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So great. And then uh, we have a, a question that's come in for both of you. What was the most challenging scene to film? Mm. You, you go first. Well, I, I haven't told I, the script story, have I? No, don't tell that. You know, I mean, the the whole the whole movie was the tough to film, especially this is my first time. But um, like I said, we had such a supportive system as far as the cast and crew. But I would probably say 
um, when we were in the train yard, um, running through the train yard, I mean, that was a cold, dreary, low light, very early, very late rush, but hurry up and wait day. You know, there was a lot of things that um, I didn't foresee happening and, you know, right, running on pretty much ice, uh, you know, it was fun, but it was it was tough because I was just learning how to, um, you know, keep like there was so many technical things that I had to learn on the fly, like how do you look like you're running fast, but you're really going nowhere. Like there was so many things that um, I had to learn on the fly. So that's probably one of the hardest days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll second that. Um, anytime you're out in the real elements like that, you as the director, I mean, you just feel the pain of, <laughs> of everyone and the whole entire crew and the actor who's down on the ground and he's just been shot and it's like snowing and it's two degrees. So, um, uh, it's it, the physicality of that is so hard, but but for me as a director, I, you know, I also love those moments when you're kind of like in the real elements because it, it you feel really alive. You know, you, you can feel like that location was was really amazing. I mean, yeah. it just had this this I don't know this feeling, this tone, this like texture to it. Um, so that definitely was one of one of the hardest ones. And then I I think um, you know always the most important thing you know is performance and the life in front of the camera and and for me at least you know it's one of the things that I I'm still trying to learn and always remember so then I you know obviously I think the scene with her and her mom was you know that one was one that I was just you know losing sleep over and nervous about and and all that stuff but um but um but yeah I mean we you know really tried to make agreements and and, and make everyone as comfortable as possible to to do the best we could for that scene yeah well, I think I want to wrap out with something that someone submitted that's more of a comment than a question. Um, but Lucy was saying it's one of the most provocative films I've ever experienced. Great True Grit story needs to be seen by the world. So congratulations on on such a great film. And thank you so much, Kaylee and Joseph. Really, really appreciate you sharing all of this with us this evening. Uh-huh. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. It's our, our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for thank taking you. the time for watching. Yeah, too. and everyone who's watching. And, and thank you so much for, for watching the film. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much.